your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tuesday. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Lockdown Blue Jackets. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today, uh, we're going to break down the weekend series against the Florida Panthers. We're going to look at what they did well, what they did not so well. Um, and also, a little bit different today, uh, we are going to be addressing some of the things that came out of the Toronto Six and the NWHL about transgender athletes, uh, just because I think it's important to address um, as a transgender hockey fan, as a transgender athlete, um, I think it's something that I want to talk about, um, so that, that'll be happening later in the show, uh, but first... We have to talk about the Florida Panthers, um, which is just as depressing, in my opinion. Um, Blue Jackets lost both of their games against the Panthers this weekend. In the first one, we let Alexander Wember get a hat-trick, because... Of course we did. Sure, why not? Um, The revenge tour of players who used to play for us and have now scored hat-trick on us continues... Um, but we'll talk about the good things first. Um, it's good to have Corpsalo back. Uh, I think that will definitely help in terms of goalie workload. Uh, you know, I know we, we wanted to do a tandem this year, but then Elvis got broken and then Elvis got broken again and then Corpsalo got broken. So I think having two healthy goalies will help in that regard. Um, and again, I don't think either of them played particularly badly, but when the defense does what the defense does, you know, it's it's tough to it's tough to win games. Something else I thought was pretty good uh, and has not been good for most of the season was the penalty kill. Um, I believe we went six for six on the penalty kill, um, and it's been it's been pretty solid uh, as of late which is a nice surprise. Um, hopefully that's, you know, uh, a sign of, of things to come. Uh, power play is still kind of abysmal, but again, like I've talked about this before, the power play being bad is not as um, distressing as as the penalty kill being bad, just because I am used to the penalty kill being good, and I don't like when it's bad. Whereas the power play, I'm just like, okay, fine, whatever, let's... Let's just get this two minutes over and done with. Don't allow a shorthanded goal. And that's that's about as... Um, that is about as good as it's going to get, I think. Um, something else that was that was really good about this weekend, uh, we finally got Miko Lennon, uh, our new Finnish defenseman, into a couple of games, and I thought he looked really good. Um, I thought he looked really good on the power play, actually. I don't have to talk about the power play being bad, but... He kind of potentially running defense on that second power play unit might be might be the way forward. Uh, it frees Jones and Wierenski up to stick on the first power play, um, which if, you know, again, if they kind of seem to be finding their way a little bit, I think having 
both of them together on the power play is probably the best, especially if we can put, you know, a Lennon or, you know, to a lesser extent, a Del Zotto on that second second unit and hopefully, you know, something something fun will come of it. Maybe goals, who knows? Um but yeah, I liked I liked his game a lot. Uh he didn't get a ton of ice time, uh, but from what he did get I I liked uh I thought, yeah, decent decent third pair defenseman. I don't think he's gonna be a game changer. Uh but we didn't pick him up to be a game changer. We picked him up because our defensive depth has gone to hell. So any any kind of help that we can get in that area, I'm fine with. Um you know, sad to lose Vaini Revelainen, but he was never going to get the ice time that he deserved in Columbus, I don't think. Um, and, you know, I hope I hope he is successful in Toronto, as much as it pains me to say. Um, so, you know, there were, there were flashes of good um, in, in the games. You know, uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand as well, I thought was pretty good. But for the most part, it was kind of not not a great showing uh, by us, especially when we played so well against Tampa, to then turn around and be like, oh, well, we're just not going to... We're not going to try against Florida was um, disappointing, I think, is, is probably the, the best word for it. Um, and coming up in just a minute, we are going to look at... Some of the things that were not great uh, in that series, some of the things they could have done a little bit better. But first, I need to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? And then you have to wait while the counter orders the parts on his computer, he's choosing the brand that he wants to, the brand that his warehouse happens to carry, the brand that makes him the most money, basically. Uh, at home, you have computers, and those computers have access to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even like new carpet. If you can put it on or in your car or truck, then you can get it from rockauto.com. Their catalog is unique, it's super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your car, choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, all those prices are reliably low. And they're the same if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. I already spent twice as much for the same parts, but you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That is Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. So, this sec- <laughs> this section could be twice as long as the first section, frankly. Um, I don't think there was a lot to like about these games. There were, you know, a couple of good things, as I mentioned already, but for the most part, it, it wasn't the same team that that played against Tampa, and I just don't understand. Again, you know, it's become kind of a kind of a running joke at the minute. You know, the the Blue Jackets played to level of their opponent. That's how they lost against the Red Wings. That's how they beat Tampa and then ended up splitting the series with them. But 
right now it's it is what it is it's frustrating to lose to a team like Florida um who admittedly are a very good team this season you know I talked to Armando Velez it seems like it's you know the Panthers are legit their underlying stats seem to be kind of pretty good their goaltending could be a a touch better Bobrovsky is still kind of not performing as Bobrovsky like but you know Drieger is in the top 10 of save percentages uh, in the league, you know, they're, the guys who should be scoring are scoring, so, um, losing Glad, not great, but they seem to be, they seem to be doing okay, I think they've won six straight uh, since losing him, which is, man, I wish our team could win six straight, um, but it's, for me, it's just the team looks confused, um, it's really hard to kind of pinpoint one thing or, you know, more than one thing that's been the cause of why this team is so bad this year, but it's, it's, um, it seems to me like it's just not, not gelling, which is confusing because not a lot has changed, you know, the systems haven't changed, not many of the players have changed, but for whatever reason... It's just this is not the same team as as last year, and so expecting the same things out of them seems kind of futile. Um, I did, in fact, expect basically the same thing. I was like, okay, we haven't we haven't changed a whole ton. Um, last season, we were without Josh Anderson for most of the season, so it's hard to kind of like say what a difference he would have made uh in in this lineup but you know he's doing pretty well up in Montreal whereas Max Domi is still kind of doing whatever Max Domi wants to do when he's in the offensive zone which is I assume nothing um but like again I've said it time and time and time again the Blue Jackets this season are just the guys that you want to be scoring are for the most part scoring um but the problem with that is they're not scoring as much as you want, and then the guys that ideally you would be getting, you know, 10 to 15 goals a season from, you're not getting that. So, it's... It, it's tough. Like, there's no... Bjorkstrand has been really good. Um, Bjorkstrand has been by far one of the best players on the team so far this season. Atkinson's been pretty good. Seth Jones is doing okay offensively, but, you know, as we've discussed, he's not doing great defensively, and I don't know why, but, um, for the most part, like, the offense on this team has just given up and gone home, and I don't, I don't understand. Um, somebody smarter than me could probably point at, like, a specific thing, but, like, just as someone who's watching the games, I don't, I don't get it, it's confusing and annoying, uh, and it's not fun to watch, like, at least when some teams are bad, they are fun to watch in a bad way, like, I hate seven, six games, but at least something is happening, you know, like, losing a game 3-1 or losing a game 4-1 just feels bad, um, and it especially feels bad when you let Alexander Wenberg, who had seven goals 
over the past three seasons with us, and who currently has 11 goals on the season, scores a hat-trick against us. Um, and, you know, I'm happy for... I'm happy that he's succeeding in a different system, but it does kind of feel a little bit like, well, could we have had that under different circumstances? Um, I do think, for the most part, no. Um, and the difference also, as well, is that we were paying Alexander Wemberg twice as much as the Panthers are currently paying him. So, you know, it's... If he had, you know his 11 goals, earning his 5 million a year or whatever it was last season, then I think, yeah, we would still be kind of disappointed. But if you're scoring 11 goals in 40 games this year and for like 2.5 million, then that's suddenly a lot more palatable. So I don't think the situations are comparable, but man, those extra 10 goals on the season would would be nice to have. Um, especially since, you know, we didn't, it wasn't even a trade, we basically, we gave him up for nothing, um, and I believe we are still paying him and will be for a few years, so, just yet another, um, in hindsight decision that maybe didn't pan out as well as we hoped, uh, I do tend to kind of have faith in Yamo, I do think he is a good GM, but sometimes, sometimes the decisions don't, don't play out the the way you want them to. Um, coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about uh, the comments made by certain NWHL teams. We're going to talk a little bit about the kind of the anti-transgender rhetoric that's floating around the NWHL at the minute because, like I said before, it's important to talk about. Uh, but first, I do have to tell you about Bet Online. We've been telling you about it for a couple of months now. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the MLB is uh, in spring training, so pretty soon you can bet on that too, if that's what you want. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. The finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is coming up soon, so if you want to bet on who you think is going to win that, you could do that. Or if you want to place a bet on whether the Blue Jackets are ever going to win a game again. You can do that too. Uh, you've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS League. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So, it came out a couple of days ago. Um, There's this new proposal being brought forth in women's sports about how they don't want to exclude trans girls and women from playing women's sports, but... They also don't want those trans girls to displace cis girls from um, from their quote unquote you know rightful place in this sport. I guess, um, which like as a as a transgender athlete, like if I was told no, you can't play men's hockey because 
you might be taking the place of another man, like, that would, like, that just, the idea of it makes me, makes me really angry, and so I wanted to kind of discuss that, discuss what it's like to be a transgender person in sports, um, and, and that kind of thing. I know it's not Blue Jackets related, but it's me related, and hopefully, you know, over the past few months, you have come to enjoy me as a podcast host and a person, um, and if you follow me on Twitter, you already know that this is something that's that's very important to me. And so, the idea that we can pick and choose which transgender women get to play sports is abhorrent. Um, and Jessica Platt actually spoke out against this uh, on her Twitter because one of the people that's kind of involved in this proposal that trans women can only get involved in sports if they are average and not going to beat any of the of the cisgender women that play uh is digit murphy who is uh in charge of the toronto six who released a uh an incredibly lukewarm and disappointing statement that basically said we are fans of equality this is an important conversation to have, but nowhere did they say, you know, we stand with trans women. Nowhere did they say, you know, we support trans women being able to play sports. All they say is we, uh, all, all they say, I believe, is that the NWHL stands for inclusion and equality in sports, um, and then they go on to say, you know, that the idea of trans people playing sports is a controversial topic and should be uh, dealt with in a uh, reasonable way that, to me, kind of implies the same thing that this proposal is saying, that as long as trans women don't show show up and, like, embarrass the cis women that have more right to be there, uh, quote-unquote is not great especially for a sport that is kind of a sport that prides itself on the equality that it doesn't commit to and especially a league that has had trans players playing for it that has this transgender inclusion policy that i tweeted about at length um at like 3 a.m on sunday night which is which is fine but it's it is disappointing to see from a league that has said, you know, we support trans athletes, and in hindsight, this idea of, well, only some trans women can play, sits really badly with me when they let, they allowed a trans man to play Harrison Brown, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of him, I think, you know, he's, he's great, he's a pioneer, he's one of the reasons I came out to my hockey team, um, but the, when you look at the trans policy, it's basically, Trans men can play as long as they don't medically transition, and trans women can play, but they have to have their testosterone levels measured and make sure that they're not above typical levels, which, please, tell me what typical levels are for an athlete. Um, It's, basically, it's just, it's another way of gatekeeping, and for the NWHL to then kind of pat themselves on the back and say, yes, this is the correct response to something like that like this was Harrison Brown came out five years ago now um and this policy is still the same and I could forgive it if it was kind of rushed and kind of 
you know, just kind of thrown together. And then they thought they took a step back and looked at it and was like, okay, no, we need to rework this. Instead, they kind of just threw it together and then were like, and we're done. We don't need to address anything else. Um, Which, again, as a trans person in sports, as a trans person in hockey, as someone who has talked a lot about this idea of, you know, trans inclusion in sports, and especially for trans women in sports who, you know, are already on the, they're already playing the catch-up game, you know, they already have to kind of claw and fight for the scraps that cis women leave behind, and to then be told that they can only play as long as they promise not to, like, embarrass the cis women playing, like, it's, it sits badly with me, and it's not a good look for the league, it's not a good look for the sport, and just the whole thing kind of leaves a, leaves a bad taste in my mouth, so I just kind of wanted to get all of that out there, um, there's not a lot of, like, super detailed analysis <laughs> in what I've just said, I don't think, but I thought it was important to say, and to kind of make my position known, um, and I think that's all the time I have for today, um, if, if you would like to kind of learn more about this in particular, uh, I have been tweeting quite a lot about it over at Jay the Goalie, which is my account, uh, if you want more Blue Jackets talk, then you can follow me at LO underscore Blue Jackets. Uh, that's where this podcast can be found. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, uh, email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail.com. Tomorrow we are going to uh, tomorrow we are going to look at the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, series coming up on Wednesday, and hopefully it will be more fun than this weekend, but there's just, there's no way of knowing that, so I guess we will, we will see what happens when we get there, uh, but until then, stay locked on.